to all of the minister friends and servants of the Most High God and to this church family that is present today. I count it a great privilege, a joy to be in the house of God. And then I'm extremely happy to say that Jesus is my Savior. Brought me a mighty long way. And I just want you to know this morning that I love him with all my heart. I received a call from the church secretary here and uh, she asked me uh, if I would come, that the pastor would, would uh, like for me to come today. And this is a day that kind of suits me because I'm a senior citizen. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm thankful for it. I'm a senior citizen. Not only am I a senior citizen, I belong to somebody. And I'm just happy to be in his service. And I know that uh, time is an element that's very important as we serve God. And I'm gonna do my best to get out of the way as quickly as I can. But while I'm going, I want you to know that there's nobody like Jesus. Now, and if I can do that, I will believe with all my heart that I've been successful. That's all I want to do. I, I just want, to, want your mind to think about his goodness. Especially us seniors. Let's, let's take a look backward and see where he brought us from. He's been good, hasn't he? Let me read the scripture here. From Paul's first letter to his son, Timothy, chapter 5, I want to read uh, seven verses. And I'm sure that you have your Bibles with you this morning. And this is the reading. It says, Rebuke not an elder, but entreat him as a father, and the younger men as brethren, the elder women as mothers, the younger as sisters with all purity. Have mercy. Honor widows that are widows indeed. But if any widow have children or nephews, let them learn first to show piety at home and to requite their parents. For that is good and acceptable before God. Now she that is a widow indeed and desolate trusteth in God and commit and continueth in supplications and prayers night and day. But she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. And these things give in 
charge that they may be blameless. Mm -hmm. Now, now, now the, the, the topic that they gave me this morning was, let me see what that is here. Ten times like these. Wait a minute. No, it's... In times like these, perilous times will come. First of all, I want you to say, I want you to know that uh, the first thing that claimed my attention is the fact that we are family. I'm not just speaking of the people here at New Mission but I'm speaking of the family of God. Yes, sir. That family that is all over this world. And God has, uh, in his word, made provisions for his family. Yes. Amen? Yes, now he has, he has here in this scripture this morning, a, 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 a veteran preacher who is instructing his son in the ministry. Yes, sir. And I think that's good, isn't it? That's good. I, think, I think every seasoned preacher ought to, ought to instruct the young preachers because this is not an easy journey. Because if you, if you, if you don't really know what you're getting into, if you're not careful, you'll lay it down. So I think that, that as, as senior ministers and, 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 and experienced preachers, we ought to take time to, to, to help our young preachers. They need help. I know I needed help. I thank God somebody thought enough of me to give me some help. Amen. And we want to pass that on. Listen, uh, every family, I'm not going to be long children, not, but every family should be built upon the foundation of love. I think I ought to say that again. Every family should be built upon the foundation of love. Now listen, I want to say this to you. There is nothing in this world greater than love. Did you hear what I said? nothing in this world greater than love. God is love. God has given us the ability to love. He wants us to love. He wants us to be a family. He wants us to be witnesses for him in a world that is not a friend to grace. Now, Paul I don't want to get ahead of myself here now. I don't get carried away here. But now Paul understood that Timothy was a young minister, but he was going to start pastoring, I believe, over at Ephesus, I believe it was. And he wanted him to know how to treat folk as a pastor. He wanted him to have that kind of love and compassion. 
He wanted him to have that kind of ability to, to undergo hardship and still love everybody. Preachers, y'all know what I'm talking about, don't you? Gets a little rough sometimes, doesn't it? Huh? But you still got to love because God sent you there to love. So now what Paul is saying to Timothy is, be careful how you, how you treat the folk. Now you're the pastor there, all right. God gave you the reins to be able to, to, to oversee. But I want you to know, Timothy, that God's people ain't yours. They belong to God. Be careful how you treat them. Be careful what you say to them. Be careful how you even look at them. If you look at them wrong, God doesn't like that. And so Paul said, now, I want you to do this. Now, you're going to have some older members in that church, some older men around there, and uh, uh, they just like everybody else, they flush. And flesh sometimes is weak. Now he said, I want you to know that, uh, that they're my people now. I don't want you to mistreat them. But when they're wrong, I want you to correct them. But be careful how you do that. Be careful how you correct them. Now the older fellas around there that had been on the road a little while, they... They might stub their toe or something out there in the midst of the congregation. And, and you understand and know that something has gone amiss. Don't jump on him and, and start reeling on him. Take him aside and talk to him as a son. Talk to his older father. Treat him good. But he said, now, the younger fellows, they're a little different, but they're your brother. They are your brothers. They're your brothers. Don't mistreat your brother. You don't want to lose him. You want to strengthen him. You want to help him get up. When we fall, somebody's got to help us up because it may be me the next time. Never think that you're so strong that you can't fall. Amen? Be careful how you treat folk. We are family. Act like we're family. We all don't look alike. We're all not the same size. Some of us better looking than others, but we're still family. We're family. We love each other. If anybody bothers us, I want to know why you bother my people. Paul said, that's how I want you to treat them, Timothy. God's placed you in a position to watch over his people. And God loves his people. Yes, he does. So be careful. Yes, 
mighty careful. Amen? All right. Now he said you got some older women, some elder women around the church. Now that's a blessing. Am I right? It's a blessing to have elder women around the church because they can teach the young women how they ought to act in the church. It takes a lot off of the pastor. He don't have to mess around with that. That's a very delicate matter. But the women can handle that. A pastor ought to have some older women around that he can counsel with and tell them, talk to sister so-and-so. She's a young lady. She, she's, she's a young lady there, and she needs some wisdom to speak to her. Now pull her aside and, and don't embarrass her, but just talk with her. Put your arm around her. Let her know you love her, that you're trying to help her to live like a young woman ought to live and serve God. We need that today. We need that today. We really need that today. Our children are, 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 are becoming so, so loose. We can't even get a lot of them to come to the house of God. Now when I was going, when I was, well, I was growing up as way back in the 30s and stuff like that. That's been a long time ago. But listen, back then, really, <laughs> I have to laugh when I think about it, there really was no place to go but church. <laughs> that, that's a fact. We didn't have it, not many of us had automobiles. And when we went to church, brother, we was in heaven. And we wasn't even saved, but when we went to church, everybody up there was having a good time and we just wanted to be in the middle of it. Oh, for the good old days, huh? But time passes on. Time changes things. It changes people. changes their desires, their wants. All of these things can create problems in the lives of God's people. Yes? The younger sisters, I said, are to be handled very delicately. And if the preachers and deacons in the church have a word of encouragement to them, let it be with a pure mind. A pure mind. A pure mind. Be careful, because they belong to the Lord. And the Lord will not overlook anything we do to one of his children. I don't care. You may be the biggest giver in the church. Well, fact is, you could be the preacher. 
but if you mistreat one of his children, God will work with you. I'm so glad we got a God like that because he helps keep us straightened out. Keep us straightened out because, because, because we know that it's, it's a terrible thing to be in the hands of the Lord. So be careful how we treat these young ladies. But at the same time, as I stated before, get you some help from the elder women. That's what, we, that's what we have to do. We have to help each other. We can't do it by ourselves. God fixed it so we have to depend on one another. Look what God did in the Garden of Eden. Adam was out there all by himself. He said, look at here. Adam can't do nothing by himself. I'm going to give him a helpmate. And God gave him a helpmate. Well, he got him in trouble, but he still had a helpmate. I mean, that, that's a fact of life. But then God went on to say, it's not good for man to be alone. Oh, I know, I know, I know God's right. Amen. I know he's right. I got to hurry on here now because I'm running out of, out of time. All right. All right. Okay, we, we're going to leave the young sisters that we're looking out to get help from the, the elder sisters, and we're going to honor them at all times. Amen? Amen. Amen? And then it says here, Paul told Timothy, now look, Timothy, honor those widows that are widows indeed. Well, Lord, help us. Widows indeed. Now that means that there are some widows who have some family someplace. They got some children and some grandchildren and nieces and nephews. And it's their responsibility to look out after her. To look out after her. That's a responsibility. So oftentimes, People are, are, are coming for help to places that they shouldn't be at. Right. Because those who should do it are neglecting their responsibility. But don't you know one thing? God doesn't miss anything. <laughs> Whatever you do, if it's not in God's program, it'll catch up with you. It'll catch up with you. Because it's very possible that the day will come when you need help. And nobody will be there to help you. So then let's remember that if we have a mother or an auntie that is in a destitute condition, and we are able to do that, 
Let's do that. And let me tell you something. You can't do anything for God but what he doesn't pay you double. Lord, I worked, a, I was sitting there last night looking at this, what they gave me. I said, Lord, I said, I, I don't know what I'm doing up here. <laughs> but I said, I'm going anyhow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You see, we have to walk by faith. Oh, when you walk by faith, brethren, you know what I'm talking about. God just lifts you higher than you ever dreamed that you would ever be there. Well, I've already taken that third and fourth verse together. All right. And fourth verse says, but if any widow have children or nephews, let them, okay, we, we've been there. Yes, sir. And we found out that that's acceptable in the sight of God. Yes, and I've already told you, God will reward you. Yes, sir. If you want to be in good with God, do good. Yes, <laughs> do good. God rewards you according to your deeds. If you do good, he's good to you. If you're not good, he's going to have to work with you. Am I right about it? And, and I'm glad about that. Supposing he had let me go on and act a fool all my life, I'd have been lost. But he loved me. And he loves you. And sometimes he has to take us to the woodshed. How many of you ever been in God's woodshed? That's a bad place to be, I'm telling you. It's a bad place to be. Yes, but he's a merciful God. He knows how much we can handle of that. And when we get as much as we can stand, he opened the door and said, come on out, son, I love you. Put his arms around you and then goes on to bless you. Lord, Lord, you're so good today. I just can't imagine why. Hallelujah unto your name. All right, he says here in this fifth verse, now she that is a widow indeed and desolate trusteth in God and continueth in supplications and prayers night and day. Now it's good. I'm not saying it's good to be a widow but it's good to be a widow indeed. A widow, a woman that's living the life of a good Christian woman and is a widow. Amen? Not all of them do that. They claim widowhood, but they don't act like widows. I mean, let's tell it like it is. It's the truth. The truth is the light, and only the truth can make us free. I want somebody to tell me if I'm wrong, because I don't want God to have to whip me every day. I love him. But listen, widows, don't think God has forgotten you. 
if you practice what Paul is saying here, pray night and day. You know, there's, there's something about talking to God that's, that's different than anybody I know. I've talked to a lot of people that I enjoy talking to. But when I talk to my God, it's altogether different. I'm in another zone. I'm in another world. I'm with somebody that knows me. He understands me. He's able to supply what I need. Verse number six says, now this is, this is a verse that a lot of young, well, young, some old widows need to read. For it says, but she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. Now she's already a widow, already by herself. Nobody probably don't want to marry her. And she's still living out there acting a fool. I mean, let's tell it like it is. We have, to, we have to be obedient to the word of the living God. And if you obey God, he'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you just cannot receive. You ask me how I know. You see me, don't you? I'm 87 years old, and I'm still kicking around here. I know he's good. He's not good to me because I've been good, because he's good. Now I'm going to close out here. Verse number seven says, and these things give in charge that they may be blameless. Mm -mm. Obedience makes you blameless in the sight of God. Not that, not that you're that much, not that I'm that much, but when you obey him, there's nothing that he will withhold from you that will be a blessing in your life. Oh, I'm just glad to be here this morning. Somebody said senior citizen. I, I, I preached on another senior citizen down at, down, down, down at the, the church. Where are you going down there this evening, I believe? Down at the, the doctor. I, I don't got so excited, I can't even remember his name. <laughs> Dr. Yates. Dr. Yates. I was down there on that day. He had a day down there. And listen, let me tell you. I looked around there, and I just thought, I said, well, my brother's gone. We used to go down there together. But God saw fit to take him on home. He done fought a good fight. He done finished his course, and he done kept the faith. So there was joy, even in the midst of the fact that he wasn't there anymore. And I want you to know this morning, friends, that Jesus is watching over us. He wants us as pastors and preachers to be careful how we walk. Be careful how we talk. Be careful what we do. And lift him up. You can lift him up by living 
and that's the best way to lift him up. Everybody in you that knows him ought to be willing to sacrifice to lift his name. I'm so glad this morning that there was one that he sent from heaven, his only begotten son, that he might purchase for you and I eternal life. And I'm glad that he was obedient. He died on Calvary's cross. He was buried in Joseph's tomb. But early on the third day morning, he got up and declared all power. Heaven and earth is in my hands. And I love him because he loved me. Yes, sir. 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 Y